morning, good evening, good afternoon, good whenever, whatever time zone, time, hour, or whatever you identify with. Uh, it's two dudes, two discs time, because you press play. That's how this works. Uh, it's me, I'm Craigles, or Craig, or any other thing that you want to call me. Uh, genuine is okay, as long as you call me. And I'm here with my good friend, and uh, the legend that is DJ Trashed, Mr. Liam. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I think legend, legend's... T- Legends too much. Myth, maybe? I don't know. Myth. Myth. Rumor. <laughs> rumor. The rumor that is. <laughs> the, rumor, the, the rumor that is me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good to be back. It's good to be talking podcast stuff again. It's been. Talking bollocks. Yeah. Exactly. It's what we do. And and hopefully, if you're yeah. pressing play on this, listeners, you like it too. So that's good. Yeah. But that's don't, good. don't press play again now because you'll pause us and stop us. And that's not, yeah. again. That's not how it's works. <laughs> Unless it's really gone bad, in which case we can only apologize. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're back for, uh, was this episode 12? Officially? We're definitely in double figures now, for sure. Mm, yeah, because the last one was uh, Muse and David Bowie. Mm. And that was it. And there's nothing else to speak N- of. Nothing. Uh, we didn't record anything <laughs> at all in between that. There no, was no spin off. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Definitely wasn't a special episode with busted mcfly um at least that's what i'm trying to convince myself <laughs> because jesus on high that was fucking shite and, and ju- just just for our, our pleasure um they must have listened to the show because mcfly went in a night's to show in our in our home city uh, so yeah. <laughs> thanks guys and he was straight on the comments going oh i know what we should do we should go to the gig yeah yeah i've stopped making jokes now i'm not it's just, no <laughs> you're not allowed <laughs> It's not going to happen. Because they come true, and then I have to <laughs> suffer through them. And that's just not how I roll. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's, a, it's a ticketed event, and um, uh, I don't know how things work. But it's okay, because I have had my two vaccines now, and Whee! I believe you have as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully paid up to the Bill Gates army. Um, I've had a great signal on my phone, especially since vaccine number two. <laughs> uh, I am all ready for the command to take over the universe to, to Lord Microsoft. So, yeah, yeah. I'm all, As all I said before, uh, if there is some sort of global slave program that r- rids me of any kind of existential dread or autonomy, then please just press the button. Uh, I'm more than happy to surrender <laughs> so I don't have to suffer. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't think that's what happens. I think it's just a nice little kind of shot you get that makes you feel a bit ill for a bit. Yeah, and then absolutely. hopefully you can hug people now, which we are allowed to do. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not illegal. Is, it's, it's, no, it's exactly not. It's not illegal to hug. It's not legal to touch. Each, well, it is still illegal to yeah, touch people. Please, you always get permission from the person you yeah. are attempting to hug before you hug them. Um, please don't be a phantom <laughs> hugger. It's not what we want. <laughs> No, respect people's boundaries, okay? Uh, if, any, if anything, that's what we've learned through uh, the pandemic. Yeah, two meters, at least. Two meters. Two um, meters. Keep your distance, even when it's all kind of okay. Just stay the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I, I love a good hug. Um, I'm a hugger. I'm a big, chunky bundle of love. What can I say? So on that, oh, something just fell down. I'm not really sure what that was, and I'm not going to worry about it right now, um, unless I hear the cracking of fire, in which case I might need to quickly find out whatever the hell that was um but yes so the world is slowly unfucking itself um the reason i alluded to that or was trying to get onto that thread of conversation is because mr dj trashed here uh which i'm just going to throw more titles each time i mention you so you'll be esquire next um you've actually dj'd an actual event yeah yeah i've, I've, I've done two it's been pretty much good fun out in a garden um 
yeah, it's it's been great. The, the the first one was 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 really good. There was a really great turnout. Um, they were having to bring more tables into the courtyard of the of the Dick Whittington. It was a really beautiful sunny night. There was lovely lighting. It was just really great fun to play some metal to people. Uh, second night was with some awesome fire dancers, so that was great. Apart from it absolutely pissed it down with rain, and I was half concerned of all my equipment was gonna blow up on me at some point to uh, sort of enjoy too much. But yeah, it was good fun. You know, and yeah, that, yeah, that's the one thing that fire dancers don't really want. Yeah, but yeah, the, the poor fire dancers. So half the performance <laughs> got shelved um, because oh. they just they they couldn't do what they do in the rain. Um, so they yeah. couldn't do it when they were wet. Yeah. Sorry, that was an obvious joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different uh, kind of dancer <laughs> yeah i'm not that sexist it's just it was too easy to do um i was actually good because i wanted to go to that but um i've been very isolated because and the reason for which is that uh, we were going away for a little staycation and i didn't really want to ruin it because knowing my fucking luck i go out and do something and then i get told i have to isolate for two weeks so i wouldn't be able to go so we we kind of kept to ourselves uh now that's over now that i have my two two jabs um and the world is slowly opening up we can go to pubs we can go to pubs yes we can Ah, we can celebration we're not at a pub but in celebration i've got some scrumpy cider right now as opposed to my usual energy drink so what happens is all energy from this show will drop (laughs) about halfway through and i'll just snore into the microphone (laughs) Excellent, excellent. <laughs> well, I've, I'm, I've been double parked with tea and Pepsi Max, so I'm I'm living the high life over this end. Yes, yeah, so you'll be bouncing <laughs> off the walls. So you, oh. we, hopefully, we'll find a middle ground between yeah. us then. Absolutely. So, the, what I was going to say as well is that uh, now that the pubs are opening, uh, and I've, I've sent Liam several excuses to try and go to a pub. <laughs> um, here's something: if one of our suggestions gets a rating of hated. I say, how about this for a little wager? That Ooh. the person who suggested the album that gets the uh, the, the hated comment, um, the other person has to buy that person a, a couple of tricks. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I, th- cool. I think I think so, but I also think that you'll be taking me to the pub very soon by the end of this podcast. So um, <laughs> Liam gave me a hair metal album to listen to. <laughs> Yeah. I grew up. Uh, I grew up listening to punk rock. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> Tune in, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. You know. You never know. <laughs> I, I could be M Night Shyamalan. Uh, Shyamalan. M Night. <laughs> One thing we've learned on this podcast is that we can't pronounce surnames, <laughs> no matter what. So you know who I mean, the twisty guy. <laughs> yeah. Just going to call him the twisty, <laughs> the twisty guy. guy. Mr. Yeah. Twister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. The purpose of this podcast, if you're not aware, and you're somehow still listening <laughs> through the various minutes of, of nonsense, uh, is that we suggest an album to one another. Um, we go away and listen to that, and it takes us a week, <laughs> a month, uh, to listen to the album, and we come back and we say whether we rate it, hate it, or appreciate it. Um, and yeah, that's that's the premise. That's the flimsy premise that we have to meet every now and then and talk absolute nonsense. Um, so to carry on with that. Liam, I gave you an album uh, to listen to last time, and that album was, sir? It was At The Gates, Slaughter of the Soul, uh, which, just so you know, is not a hair metal album. Um, it is not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, it's, well, 
at the gates of a Swedish death metal band. Um, now, I've, I've always been familiar with At The Gates um, and, and, and known a few songs, but I've, I've, I've not gone in deep on an album. Um, but fucking hell, this was this was kind of what I expected. Um, but I, I don't mean to say that as a disservice because knowing what the band sounded like, I kind of had an idea what I was going to get and and I got that. But first of all, the, the, the real thing that, that stood out to me on this record was the production. The production on this album is fucking incredible. It really, really is. So this album came out in 1995. 1995. This yeah, sounds dude. like something that could come out today. This is so fucking ahead of its time, man. Now, I'm not uh, a death metal expert, so I don't really know what a lot of death metal sounded like in the nineties. I didn't think it was going to sound as fucking polished and as and as as ready as this. This is fucking incredibly great sound. Um, it was produced uh, by a guy uh, called Frederick Nordstrom, who was the guitarist oh, yeah. in Dream Evil, and he's worked with bands uh, such as Dark Tranquility and our old friends in Opeth and uh, In Flames, who we've of course mentioned in the past so someone with some really great fucking skills and works and it all puts together here now like i said this sounds like it could come out today is that well produced i think this this must have been a fucking cur like a, a moment you know you, you get these albums that come out and they fucking change the landscape did this change the landscape in in the death metal scene uh do you know of because this is obviously a, a, this is not my area of expertise but this this feels like a game changer this record so in a word yes yeah <laughs> very much so this album uh was actually the last album at the gates put out until they reformed uh a few years ago which is mental yeah and it is the absolute kind of pinnacle of their earlier career they've all been building to this moment and you mentioned about the, the production. The production on the album before this, uh, or even EP, I'm not sure what we would really class it as, uh, Terminal Spirit Disease, is not the same as this. This is a definite step up. Um, right At the gates, they were part of this melodic death metal uh, thing you had going on in Sweden. So the main players in that are In Flames, which obviously we mentioned Clayman. Um, also, people like Soilwork, dark tranquility you know that was the the sound and at the gates really kind of they had this unique vibe of having these kind of iron maiden style harmonies mixed in with that brutality and it was just so well realized on this record and literally any metalcore record if you go back and listen to them owes a debt to this album so they toured it they split up and then every band that you've heard of in the early kind of i guess what they called it the new wave of american heavy metal took something from this band like we're talking if you listen to darkest hours first album the riffing is all at the gate style even like um as i lay dying <laughs> which is ironic because they're a very christian band and at the gates are not a christian no. band in any way shape or form so yeah the, this is a huge landmark album for a lot of people i don't know how successful it was i'm, I'm I, you know it was really well received and there was a lot of hype around it but uh i was a wee nipper at the time it came out, <laughs> so this is one that i've gone back and found um as i grew up but yeah it, it clearly changed a lot of things and a lot of people ape at the gates 
for that you know that kind of arrangement of riffs and, and the pedaling is yeah it's a huge kind of deal fucking and do you know what like when a couple of things i point that, that really stuck out to me when when listening to this and i and i thought you were like almost gonna go what what is your name was was iron maiden i got i got i got that maiden feel and that metalcore you know even moving away from from sort of uh the, the sort of what would immediately follow this even even i can hear, hear bits where trivium have, have have taken influence um on this so there's there's under the serpent sun um and the opening for that it builds and builds and builds a bit like what trivium trivium do with uh with ascendancy um with, where they build and they hit and they hit and they hit and they hammer and hammer and hammer until it gets into into where the vocals start and then it does exactly the same as it finishes as well that that song in particular the the fucking crescendo that it builds to at the end of that track is like two greek gods fucking each other with a giant <laughs> greek cock and it's just pounding and pounding and pounding away until <sighs> silence and they sit back and have a cigarette that is that is just ah that song um there were yeah there was bits that i could yeah bits i could hear that atreyu may have taken you know those metalcore sounds from that and kill switch as well um that you can see where they picked things up. Um, not only that, there was um, a bit of Children of Bodom sort of sound. It was, uh, it was there was there was a few of the guitar tracks which really sound like the way that I I always describe that Bodom guitar sort of sound. And I hope people know what I feel. Where it's it's black. It sounds like black metal, but it's not. It's layered and it's metal. Um, and I, there's a bit there's a bit of that in here as well. Um, and obviously you can see where they've picked that and gone, yes, we, we'll, we'll take that for our side. Now, I know Bowden were probably starting out around this sort of time anyway, sort of around the 90s. So maybe that's just something that was picked up sort of uh, uh, sort of from a scene sort of thing. Yeah. So, so that guitar tone, um, it's kind of a Swedish hallmark. Um, so uh, it's band like, uh, bands like Entune and stuff like that have a similar kind of sound. It's where you would have distortion and then also have distortion on top of that to give it a really crunchy sound. Yeah. And it can be really messy and dirty sometimes, but in the right context, um, it, it can sound really brutal. And uh, I think that's what gives this album an edge is because the, the, although the guitar parts in some places are very kind of uh, melodic, they still have that really kind of buzzsaw quality to the guitar. And it's just, oh, I love this album. It, it, the, 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 <laughs> I can't even the, hide it. The guitar work, it's it, it fucking beautiful. Um, you've, you've got the fucking... Sh- the, sh- the shred but also the solos that get picked up as well it just it's again it, it works for that production value um just so so well because i, ca- I can't i can't say that this is an, an easily accessible album because it's a fucking death metal album you can't put this onto someone that's just getting into metal and go listen to that but after a few listens you you it sucks you in because it is so well done um there was a uh, there was a, there's a few songs that was really sort of stung out to me as well, um, and I'm, I'm going to come back to sort of instruments in a moment because yeah, the guitaring is great, but there's also I want to I, I want to talk a lot about the drumming in this in a, in a moment. But a couple of songs that really sort of stuck out to me. Um, the opening the opening track has that sort of oh man, you're, you're going to give me the technical name for this in a moment. Loads of bands do it where you have the the, the sound of the jack cable, the sound of the sort of guitar feedback as the, as the amps kicking on. It sort of kicks off with a bit of that and then a bit of clunkiness. Um, and that, that's blinding by the fear, by the way. And then it kicks in. Then it goes. It really fucking goes at you. And and it does. This doesn't stop. Um, it doesn't stop going for you until we get a little bit of an inter, interlude. 
um there's a bit of it's, there's a bit of a a moment where the album sort of breaks down um where we get a, a sort of an acoustic number um which is uh the track into the dead sky and i didn't expect that little that little break so that's a nice little relaxation moment but don't worry folks we're gonna hammer you back again because just after is the is the beautifully named Suicide Nation, uh, which is a really happy song, um, and just to show that happy vein, it, it it starts off with a gun being cocked. Uh, so you know, re- really, uh, really lovely, lovely, uh, really lovely song that. Um, other songs that really got me the 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 title track sort of the soul, it's fucking incredible. Under the Serpent's Sun, and I, I know I mentioned it a bit, a bit earlier with the. Um, with sort of the, the trivium sort of style. This is where the drumming really fucking caught my ear. And I was like, there's a, there's a sound to this drummer. And there's a sound that I was like, I, I recognize this. I recognize this style of drumming. And then I realized who the drummer was. It was a man called Adrian Erlandson, who I'm, I, I know from Cradle of Filth. Now I'm not a Cradle connoisseur, but I am very much more aware of Cradle's work than I am with uh, Without the Gate. And so when I when I heard that sound, I was like, of course it's of course it's that, of course it's that. It's that black metal pounding away. And the drumming on this is fucking incredible. Every single song, it just goes nuts. But again, it's produced and arranged in a way where it, it doesn't overpower everything. Everything is just laid so, so perfection. And, and that, that drum is just at you. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, we've also got uh, the brilliantly, where I've lost, this is, this is me just losing my notes again. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the song Need. Now, Need <laughs> is just brutal. It is a full throttle assault on you. Um, Again, I hear that Bodum influence. There's even bits of Machine Head. There's even bits of more sort of traditional, like like you said, that new wave of metal, of American metal sort of hitting in. Um, and it's just, it's just, oh man, this was this is really good. This was such a good album. Really, such such an enjoyable listen. Um, and do you know what? Do you know what tops it off? Do you know what just edges it all and and brings it all together nicely? Is the closing song, which <laughs> flames of the end. It's just so good. It's it sounds like something John Carpenter would write. Like for like it's it's, it's a brilliant instrumental with these synths over the top. It, it's horror movie. It's spooky. It's just it's so good. So it sounds to me like a like a doom level. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like something's coming. Like and we're warning you about it. But this, this is this is rounding it off. It's just, I didn't, I didn't expect that to to, uh, to to round the album off, and that really caught me off guard. The first listen to it. the first listen in, I was like, man, that's 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 fucking brilliant. That's a brilliant, brilliant way, and it just shows them off their, their musicianship. But yeah, love this. Really, really love this. Fantastic. Glad you record. did. Really yeah. fantastic I, I kinda... record. I kind of cheated by giving you something that's so widely uh, revered and held in, in high regard. Um, but yeah, this album is just incredible. And uh, it, it's, it's just so, it makes up so much of the backbone of a lot of bands that I loved. And I'm not saying that I uh, found out the gates and found those bands. It was very much reverse. So it was mostly um, my obsession with death metal came from, 
uh, listening to mostly like Killswitch Engage, right? And I can hear the people going, Killswitch Engage is death metal. No, 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 hold on. Um, these are elements of composition. Shut up and listen. Uh, I'm not being <laughs> confrontational. So I've had a cider. I'm getting a bit fancy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but what i mean by that is that there's always a debt that's paid to other bands that you know people are influenced by other bands and and with Killswitch, uh i remember reading somewhere about carcass and at the gates and i was like okay well let's go check these bands out and uh i i bought a best of of at the gates and the early tracks and the latter tracks on slaughter of the soul are worlds apart um so it took a little bit to get used to, but once I hit the terminal spirit disease kind of section, I was like, oh, okay, I get this now. This is like in flames. I, I like in flames. Um, let's see what Slaughter of the Souls like. And then I listened to a floor, like, holy shit, man, this is a fucking hell of an album. Um, uh, what do you think of the vocals? Because like, what always struck me about At The Gates, which was unusual, was the vocal delivery is, is kind of, yeah. rather than this kind of brutal guttural scream, they are higher kind of pitched uh, yes. place and all the lyrics are kind of most of them revolve around uh, i think at this point they were kind of had an obsession with satanism yeah <laughs> because edgy is... kids do yeah um and i believe that uh i can't remember the guy's name thomas i think it is thomas tom, um, it is tom it's thomas lidberg thomas yeah i think he's moved on to more kind of occult subjects you know and i mean he was 23 when he wrote this you know edgy and all that but there's also the opening track um blinded by fear references the book a book called the dice man yes which i loved when i was in college because because i i I, I noticed that because when i was looking into into the album I, i noticed that there was references to that but um I just I, I didn't go down the rabbit hole to to sort of look into into the book. Um, it was, oh man, so, it's a hell of a read. Yeah. <laughs> so the basic premise of the Dice Man is a man lives uh, by the roll of a dice. So he makes a list of things, rolls the dice, and um, will do the action based on what the dice tells him to do. And um, it's very critical of psychiatry and things like this and a master psyche. And the whole kind of idea is that you repress parts of yourself and through these actions that are out of character and you force yourself to do them, these other personas are born, um, which is kind of what the lyrics are um, hinting at. But it's not always a good thing. And and, uh, if you've read the book, you'll know, like, this guy does some horrible shit. (laughs) so it, it's a really interesting read um, and it inspired a lot of people to live like that. And I think that's kind of a bit, maybe pushing it a bit too far, <laughs> um, but it's certainly a fascinating kind of, I like books that are basically four experiments turned yeah. into a story. Um, but yeah. And, and, and when I heard that, I was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Um, yeah. There's, there's so many elements of this. Um, I've got a few bits of trivia as well. Go if you're interested. Oh yeah. Right? Always. So, uh in the linear notes of the album there is a reference to in flames so i think in flames released um the jester race around this time because there's lyrics to one of their no sorry i've got this the wrong way around so there's lyrics from at the gates are in the linear notes of the jester race um and those lyrics are from unto others so in the on the on this album, the lyrics are "My Judas window stays shut, shut forevermore." But in the In Flames album, it says "My Judas window stays shut, shut for Roger Moore." <laughs> so there was a bit of banter between the two bands, cool. which I thought was quite yeah. hilarious and funny. <laughs> 
as opposed to funny and hilarious, well, they're being the same thing, Craig. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, and also Adrian, being the drumming behemoth that he is, uh, went on to do The Haunted uh, and also Cradle of Filth, as you know. Uh, his younger brother as well, Daniel, um, you'll know him from Arch Enemy. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And also, he was in the Reformed Carcass for uh, their run before they started recording albums again. So, yeah, they're a family of pretty powerful drummers. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Fucking well, yeah, yeah. There were a more trivia for you there. And also, the song Nausea. If you listen to that, do you get major Slayer vibes? Yeah, oh, big time. Big time. Yeah. Major, they major totally, Slayer vibes. They were like, look, we're going to channel Slayer on this song. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. They wanted, they wanted some fast songs. Uh, same with Blinded by Fear. They said they never wrote a fast open albumer. Albaner, Albaner. <laughs> they never wrote a fast album open. <laughs> um, so they, they decided to write one, and we're just blinded by fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's such a good album, though, yeah. isn't it? Just, oh, it, it's really, it really is good. And like you said about the, the vocals, like it is death metal, but it isn't there. They like you said that the higher, like you said, the higher pitch stuff just gives it that, that gives it that extra something. Um, and the, most of the vocals as well, you, you can understand like this whole thing of like death metal. You don't understand like the lyrics. You don't hear anything. You, you do. There's a lot of stuff that gets picked up. Um, and some of the stuff was like, really? And I had to go and check lyrics just, just to say, yeah, he, he, he said that. Um, so for example, like sweet fleshed hellbent creature, artist fevered soul, heavenly venomous rapture, stricken numb by fear I fall. Yeah. yeah. A little bit on the, on the, on the rapture side of, of things in it. Apocalypse, apocalypse impending. Um, There's some yeah. extremely edgelord kind of uh, poetry <laughs> yeah. work, um, so. but th- that's kind of the charm of it, and I, I like it for that reason as well. And but it's not idiotic. It's it's kind of there's some decent lines in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, especially in like at the slower of the soul, you know. Um, it's just yeah. I, I can't say enough about this album. Yeah. I, and I'm going to shut up because I I will monopolize this. I no, honest, honestly, really, really, really great, really great pick. Um, and th- this is what I, I love about this podcast is, like, like I've said before, would I would I would I choose to put a death metal album on randomly? Probably not. I listened out the gates. I'm like, oh man, this is this is this is the shit. And and it, and you know what? It, it made me. What makes me enjoy this album more is knowing those bits, like 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 we've said of, of like Kill Switch of like of Trivium. Those those bits, are like and the Cradle bits, and no, knowing that and knowing those sounds and being familiar with that, then going back to this and going, ah, that's that's where they that's where they picked it up from. Um, it, it just makes it even more enjoyable. It made it massively more enjoyable. And yeah, yeah. yeah. When you can start to see like the the DNA of bands you like in other yeah. bands, that's that's a pretty neat thing. And you can kind of start to analyze them um, from like a musical theory point of perspective. Um, why I like Out the Gate so much. There's a lot of um, harmonic minor <laughs> is oh. the scale that I would use, where um, it sort of has a classical vibe to it. I'm trying to think of uh, like um, oh god, what's the song? I'm not going to be able to remember it. Let's not pretend. But um, <laughs> it's, it's various classical kind of pieces. Like a, it goes. That's harmonic minor. At least I think it is. Um, and at the gates riffs are full of harmonic minor stuff. And it just gives it the kind of, although it's melodic, it gives it that extra bit of evil. Yeah. So it never goes full ridiculous, you know. Um, In Flames, 
as much as I love In Flames, um, they don't have that evil edge. They kind of, they sound very kind of, it sounds weird to describe a death metal like this, but they sound very wholesome. Like the, the sounds aren't really too ja- uh, jagged uh, on the In Flames albums, at least after the Jester race. Um, but at the gates, very much do. <laughs> they yeah. still have that angular color quality to them. Absolutely. And, and without going full, full bombastic and and for, for like if if you're comparing it to like horror movies, gore fest or 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 spooky or genuinely scary, and when you when you're doing death metal, I think if you're genuinely scary without going full, blah, if I can call it that, then yeah. there's there's definitely there's there's definitely more, much more edge. There's much more edge to that. So yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Um, I don't I don't think you need to even ask me the question. I, I love I love this album. This is a really good. It was a really really good album. Really good. Album. Awesome. Same here. Same here. And and for a track, a highlight track, which oh. I haven't updated the playlist in so long. I don't think anyone's listened to it anyway. So fucking. But like, uh, it, <laughs> what it, song would you think? It's re- it's really tricky between two. I, I I won't pick the the uh the closer um because it's 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 an awesome in- instrumental. But it's it's either need or under the circumstances. I can't I can't pick between the two. Maybe just under the serpent sun, uh, because I think it's just got a little bit more evil to it. I think Fair. that's nice. what the world needs. Yeah, about yeah. yourself. Ooh. Oh, that's difficult because obviously, blinded by fear and slaughter of the soul, the, the one-two punch the that one, opens yeah. this album is fantastic. Um, oh god, I, I would be tempted to say a world of lies or suicide nation. Um, I've got another bit of trivia for you as well, actually. Sure. Um, Suicide Nation. I believe the shotgun sound the, that you hear at the start of it, I think they took that from Reservoir Dogs. Oh, uh, okay. I'd have to check, but uh, something in my brain is telling me that if I read that somewhere. Um, I thought you were going to say you took it from Kurt Cobain. <laughs> that was a really bad thing to say. Oh, dark. <laughs> you know, I don't know where my mind went to that. Sorry. Too soon? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, one other thing as well, which is this, this um, might explain why I kind of gravitate towards the album so much so there's a site called the hard times which makes satire kind of articles and there was an article about a and i say article you know it was a joke basically but it was about a death metal fan and a hardcore fan their eyes meeting across the dance floor <laughs> during slaughter of the soul and they both whispering go when it kicks in because that's a mosh call that is yeah because there is, there's this stuff, and, and they do it live as well, which is the amazing thing. Like you got this big scary band, <laughs> and they still go like stuff like go. go. And there's there's also in sort of the soul when the solo comes in, he goes do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wasn't sure actually in my notes, and I didn't read it out. I was like, mm. did he say do it? <laughs> like yes. yes, he did. And yes, he did. This is also again why I love Out the Gates, and I I. I would encourage you to see them live. I, I want to go see them again. Uh, I actually don't think I've actually seen them. Uh, I've watched loads of videos. <laughs> this is why in my brain was going like, you were there. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. Um, but for a band that has big, scary lyrics and stuff like that, they look like they're having the time of their lives. <laughs> like that. Thomas just looks like he's just enjoying himself so much. And that's what I love to see. Like a, a big, scary yeah. metal band, yeah. not taking it so seriously and actually enjoying it, you know? Definitely. Um, so yeah, it, it's so I can't say enough things. And we've we talked about a lot of things about this album, but yes, it's yeah. good. Listen to it. You should listen to it. Do it now. And um, just, um, just just one thing before we wrap up this album, if if I just say, because another thing that another another sign that I, I picked up on this was uh, 
you 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 were in you were in a couple of bands uh where you where you, oh, where you made some music I, I i could hear bits um like from the create chaos um uh sort of kind kind of bits and also the the uh, the, uh, the band you were in before create chaos and i and i apologize if if i forget because i've forgotten the name uh betray You've my life's work <laughs> Is it betray? Is it betray the fall? Betray the. It, betray it the was fallen. betray the fallen. Yeah, betray the fallen. I, 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 I'm, I, I don't know. I, I had like something else in my head, but yeah, betray the fallen. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I picked up bits of bits of this. Muscles. I don't know. Maybe. maybe um, I'm trying to think now. So, uh, not that any of my musical stuff matters, uh, <laughs> because you know, as much as I'd love to say, oh, my work is important. I'm a fat 34 year old man who doesn't do music that much anymore so <laughs> no really relevance but for the sake of the conversation um so betray the fallen yeah there would have been a couple of bits um uh there's a few tracks for the first band i was in that uh basically ripped off at the case pretty hard <laughs> but with create chaos i didn't actually write any of the tunes um i came in and took over from uh sam who was who is now the guitarist nascaris <laughs> hey that rhymes i know um but um, so I didn't actually write any of the tunes. I only wrote a couple of solos. Uh, I wrote one song and then the band broke up. So it's actually recorded. The power of that song, look. <laughs> I know, right? It is the band killer. I played it in every band that's broke up. So yeah, it's, 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 it's actually but the it's, it's actually the chords to uh, to what I go to school for from. Uh... Oh, don't! Uh, <laughs> I still have a flashback. But it's entirely possible because again, this band has such a wide influence that you know uh, Dave and Sam may have. In fact, Sam is definitely a fan of the Gates. I don't know how much Dave is, but it could be through, yeah. um, I want to say like osmosis, but it's not osmosis. It's just like <laughs> and absorbing other just things created. through one another. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's entirely possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. And, and yeah. Thanks for. I just thought I'd throw <laughs> that in there. Sorry for getting, for forgetting the, uh, the masterful stuff that was there. Uh... Oh, honestly don't worry about it <laughs> i don't do music anymore it's not of any importance to anyone <laughs> it's sometimes nice to relive the, the old days <sighs> oh, oh. In the back. no i don't i'm just too tired <laughs> but yeah so that was uh at the gate slower of the soul um and liam loves it and i'm glad of that because i love it too yeah, yeah. and i also love you not you, Liam. Um, although I am fond of you. Uh, I mean our glorious listeners. And by that, I mean all 10 of them. Uh, hey. So we're going to have a little intermission now uh, before we move on to the next album that we're going to talk about. Uh, we would usually call this section Dear Dudes, but we kind of neglected posting anything. Not that anyone can replies anyway. So let's do that yeah, bit. Yeah, let's do that bit. So I've, I've got some questions for you. Uh, I, I see. I say questions. Um, there's there's only there's only one I can really remember. I, I had a few things, a few ideas. I was I was gonna I was gonna pop out, but um, the what the one I've I've got for, I've got for you, Greg, is and, and I think I think you're gonna you're gonna like this. So there is a certain song contest happening <laughs> this weekend, um, which we all really like. Now, if if this is not out. Uh, by Saturday for Eurovision. Just know that Britain won, um, and we're all going to watch it next year in the UK. Or <laughs> we didn't, um, and someone else did. But it was brilliantly and chaotic and great. Um, so, if you were going to pick to represent the nation of the UK in the Eurovision Song Contest, a band from our world, who would you send? <laughs> oh man, that's really difficult. So we're talking about a UK band. UK band. To it's got to be 
that doesn't be a suitable level of cheese. Yep. You can't go in with something die hard. Oh man. And also like not many bands would actually want to. <laughs> Just say that the want is there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh gosh, now I gotta think. You've put me really on the spot here. And also showing my image, that is my uh, <laughs> unawareness of all the UK bands. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm just trying to think now. Something that has that cheesy quality. And we can edit this, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> vibing for time. Uh, see, I want, I would have to say something like Dragon Force. Yeah. I yeah. think they tick every box um, because they're over the top, they're fun. Yep. Um, and they have that kind of Euro pop, you know, those power metal. Yep. But yes, harmonized power metal that high is not too different to Euro dance. No, okay? it's, not, it's not. It's really not. So that would be my. Uh, be your, be I would go with that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the answer to, to the oh, I think. I was so, wrong. No, no, no. It's a great answer. <laughs> I was going to say. I meant to say my answer, not the answer. So just, I'm just going to set the scene for you. So. Um, the stage is being cleared. The lights are going down. Um, oh. A million or thousands of people are probably off their face. Uh, Graham Norton is trying to be funny. And then walking to the stage in a suit and a top hat is Benji Webb from Skin Dread. <laughs> As we send Skin Dread to the Eurovision, they would have the plays bouncing, man. Like, they, they can do fun. They can do cheese. I'm not the biggest Skin Dread fan in the world, um, but live, they are they are an incredibly fun band. And I just think if we sent them over to Europe, I think they'd conquer Europe. I think there's a good chance. You want, you want to see Rotterdam doing the Newport helicopter? I, I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shout. There's some good uh, Skin Dread songs. I mean, the, the obvious big one I remember is Nobody, isn't it? The, nope. the, yeah. Nobody gets out alive. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see it happening. Totally, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. So, good vibe. Have you got? Have you got? Have you got a question back or, or a conversation uh, yeah, I was, point? I was going to put this out there, uh, but on. I forgot. <laughs> so, I was going to say, like, what is the best metal video? Like, um, and you could Ooh. go for a new number of Ooh. different train of thought, like best in terms of heavy, or best in terms of like cinematic, or best in terms of just like funny. Okay. Whatever. Just like wow. what, what, okay. What, if you if you said someone put a, a gun to your head and said metal, you, have, you can listen to one metal song, one metal video on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and if you enjoy it, then we'll let you go. What would it be? Oh man. So I'm I'm thinking of a. I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to picture a good song with with good video. Now my instant. I uh, I'm pretty sure, and this was. Ah, uh, right. Hang on a second, because I, I, this is where this is where you cut now, because you caught me off guard. Um, I'm just <laughs> hard, trying to, th- yeah, fucking is. Um, so I have got, I what I think is a good shite, because if it was, if we're thinking metal, so we're thinking over the top, fire, motorcycles are quite metal. So I'd have to say. Looks at Kill by Motley Crue because it's the most fucking boombastic metal video you've ever gonna fucking see. They are they are literally not wearing much with fire and motorbikes. Um 
Now, if we're going to be serious <laughs> and not say Motley Crue, um, which I think is still a great shite, ah, uh, Kill Switch is no, 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 no. Do you remember a band that I remember lots of bands? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that were uh, okay. Do you remember a band called Still Remains? vaguely yes so they had a fucking banging song called the worst is yet to come and the video for that is like an army soldier almost like like kind of like video game sort of style with army soldier like running around like some like sort of abandoned buildings like looking for shit to shoot i guess um my 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 mind is probably hazy um and well the band just play around being all metal and cool in the background um i think that might be a that's a that might be a good shout um that or Motley Crue not marrying much and motorbikes. So that that's that's where my two go. I mean, if we're thinking of like a cinematic masterpiece, so you've got you've got the one like one by Metallica, uh, which is like fucking epic. Um, I was going to say another band, but they can't really class them as metal. Um, a band I fucking despise, but. Um, but you love the video. It's like I respect the <laughs> Kill video by Thirty Seconds to Mars. Um, you are obsessed with that band, man. I, I like that album, but there's nothing else I like about that band. Um, yeah. Uh, or, or like or you can think cheesy. Stick a Bon Jovi like video. I don't know when they were just literally prancing around on like on a fucking stage. No, still remains with Motley Crue. Craig, what, what's what's a good metal up? What's a good metal video for you? Wow. Okay. Um, so I always go back to this one video, which is uh, just amazing because it's such a heavy song. It's ridiculously heavy. And yet the video <laughs> is my favorite. And it is New Millennium Cyanide Christ by Meshuga. Uh, have you ever seen this video, Liam? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't, but I've just seen a response to your, to your post on Facebook and it just made me giggle. So I'm going to let you tell me about this video and I'll read that comment for you. Fantasmic. So, yeah. New Millennium Sinai Christ, right, is by Meshuga, the, the fathers of Gent, if you want to say that. And it's a really ass-heavy song. It's like fucking brutal. And I don't know what the discussion was, but you would think for such a heavy song, you would have cataclysmic visuals, some trippy effects, brutal. Yeah. What did they do? They took a handheld camera onto their tour bus and mimed along to the track. <laughs> All of them sat in the back of the bus, right? They've got the guitarist on a table with no guitar, it's just air guitaring. Love the drummer that. is on a bunk bed playing air drums over the top of him, and they're all headbanging like this in unison until the singer comes in, Jens, who then whips out his microphone, which is a biro. <laughs> that is the and that's the video. <laughs> the entire video is just like them headbanging and, and, and like just vibing. And... <laughs> The guitarist, like Frederick, looks at the camera with like dead serious, like doing the lead guitar part, which is like, like just <laughs> proper intense staring. It's amazing. It was like the first time I saw this band in, in a video and I was like, I'm pretty sure that they're not supposed to be this funny. <laughs> and uh, Meshuga don't really take themselves seriously in some videos. There's some fucking hilarious ones. Um, 
and and that i would say if, if someone said oh you have to enjoy this video what's the cook a metal video it'd be like that one i'd say <laughs> that's a good I just, I just thought i any fucking lordy video is a great show as well um mm-hmm. there's blood red sandman where they are um where these group of kids go into a cabin in the woods and obviously bad shit happens to them um and then like nothing good ever happens in a no, cabin no <laughs> you never go to if you're listening out there and you're planning on going to a cabin in the woods with your friends don't um yeah, just don't do that. Unless you want to die. Unless you want Lordy to rock up. So the, the, oh, I think yeah. the idea with this video is that you can only see them through like a video camera. So they discover this like camera and then they start pointing it around this house and then they see Lordy through the camera and shit happens to them. Um, and then you, hit, you see this door like pounding, pounding, and suddenly Lordy bursts through and, and they basically just perform their song at the last remaining victim who looks absolutely fucking terrified. Um not, I, I don't know, maybe it's the song, maybe it's because you're going to be eaten by Lordy, I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's just my way of getting Lordy into a show. <laughs> um, but we, it's we, just because of Eurovision, isn't it? That's why. Eurovision vibes, that's what it is. But we have had it, yeah, we've had a We've had a response to uh, to our post uh, on the Facebook, and it is the most metal video of all time. We, we How how have we missed this? So, uh, Mr. Dave Godden has <laughs> said, push it by salt and pepper. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> obviously. Oh, Dave, push it real good. good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. How do we move that. on from that? Uh, oh. By an obvious segue, um, <laughs> it might be a, a, a brutal yank into the right direction. <laughs> uh, so I guess it's a perfect time to bring everything back on track and go through the second disc of the two discs that we are talking about yes. um which uh yeah do you want to introduce this one or shall i will, I... I will introduce this one for you so i i have a big love for glamour rock sleaze rock sunset strip side rock um which if you if you didn't know that already um and the, and over the last sort of 10 years or so maybe a little bit more there's been a bit of a, revi- a revival but not in in la in Scandinavia, of all places, they absolutely fucking love it out there. And the music coming out of there is really, really great. There's some amazing bands. Um, and this band is, is, is a good band, I think. Uh, Craig might not. So I thought I would give you some glam rock uh, to listen to. And honestly, I, I've, I've been th- been planning one night to, to, to give one for you. And I was like, shall we go for an 80s classic? Shall we go for something like Poison? Shall we go for something like Molly Crew? It's like, ah, uh, let's not do that. Let's go for something a little bit more modern. So uh, I, I thought I'd give you the debut self-titled uh, album, Reckless Love by Reckless Love. Um, yeah, from 2010. Uh, knowing that this is not your forte, <laughs> not something that you... Uh, you absolutely love. I thought let let's give it a try and see what you think of a little bit of reckless love. So sleaze down. rock metal, whatever you want to call it. It's it's not my wheelhouse for sure. And yeah, this is like um like hair metal. It's it's an homage, but it's not a parody. So it's not like uh Steel Panther or something like that. You know, there's some cheeky moments like uh tongue in cheek, I guess, but not full on jokes, right? Uh if you were to cut this album open. It would bleed cocaine and marathon bars. Like it's that kind of feeling to it, even though it's from 2010. Um, now, what I gotta say, Liam, is like I, I want you to understand just how hard this was for me personally, <laughs> um, because it's 
it's triggered some sort of an in- introspective journey <laughs> on me, which I, which um, I was not expecting. And, and like, I don't want this to sound like the record is profound because it's not that. <laughs> it's it was more kind of like um, okay. So I was trying to explain why I found it so difficult, right? So I I grew up with angsty music, and that kind of is still what I listen to a lot this day. So just by default, anything that is so confident, which is what hair metal essentially is, you know, you, you can't be like, oh, I want this girl to like me. Hair metal is basically like, yeah, this girl's going to suck my dick. And I just always found that really cringe and annoying. <laughs> and so I guess that says more about me as a person than than these bands, because I was always kind of very, uh, uh, what's the word I would use? Like my self-esteem was a bit shot and uh, I wasn't very confident and things like that. So I, I would look for things that would make me feel okay about hating the world <laughs> rather than enjoying it and having a party. Um, obviously now fast forward for me being in my thirties and, and experiencing this record <laughs> and I've got some resistance deep down, like first track is trying to make me smile. I'm like, I don't want to smile. <laughs> you will and have so, fun. <laughs> yeah. I had to kind of question myself and like, okay, wh- what is it about hair metal that I find so hard to listen to? Cause like some of it is, is, you know, sexist as bulls. Um, I don't think that's a phrase that works. It's very sexist is what I'm trying to say. Um, in the credits of Reckless Love, you know, there are some cliches here, but I don't think it's it's quite as bad as some other bands have, have, uh, have put out. So it wasn't really that. And I was still like, okay, but it's still not gelling with me immediately. And I, I was trying to figure out why. And, and the reason why is just because like, it is distorted guitar, but it's so fucking happy. And it's so fucking bright and cheerful in places. And that's the vibe I get. Everyone's like, yeah, we're having a party. And my natural default state is like, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want to party. And so I had to kind of really have a look at myself and go, okay, is, is it the fact that the album is bad or is it just my prejudice there and my natural kind of temperament to be uh, less kind of eager to have fun? Um, so I basically had like a little therapy session with myself. <laughs> anyway, this isn't therapy, right? Point being... <laughs> is that the problem was very much me and not so much reckless love. So I had to kind of give in a little bit and like, okay, let's stop putting up so much resistance and just try and enjoy the music and see how we go. And um, yeah, so going into it then, finally after they wore me down, um, I kind of picked out a few things that kind of I enjoyed. Uh, (laughs) Some of the lyrics are naff, but they are quite cheesy. Yes. Um, Feel my heat. Is a medical themed song. Uh, the line I've picked out is "Doctor, Doctor, give me love. Don't forget your rubber glove," which I can only imagine is um, some sort of prostate exam they're trying to get <laughs> some lady to do on them, uh, which is a bit forward. They've basically faked an injury to get to this point. Um, but there's a few things that I found weird about the album. Um, there's a lot of overdubs where there's almost like the singer having a conversation with themselves. So, uh, in one more time. Uh, there's a line that says, didn't we both agree there'd be more to do, more to see? And then in the background, you have someone going, yeah, didn't we? And it's like, what? (laughs) You don't need to do that. And that that happens a lot for this album. And I don't know if that's kind of a staple of this kind of style of music, Um, but it happens a bit too much for my life. Yeah. (laughs) Just kind of, it would always catch me off guard. And it's like, that's a bit weird. Um, But then, yeah, to go back to to some of the other stuff that I did enjoy. So 
Back to Paradise reminded me of Muse's Simulation Theory. It's that kind of 80s synth rock sound and um, the guitar chords that they're using, these kind of pedal with like cool, I want to say embellishments, but they're not really, um, they're not power chords. They kind of have a nice ring to them. Um, I'm a sucker for those kind of guitar riffs and that that opens with a big riff like that. Um, And it just kind of, when it's happy, it's happy. And it's really kind of, it's it's joyful to sound like to listen to in terms of tonality and things like that. Uh, in terms of pacing, it's mostly upbeat, kind of fairly stompy rock songs. There's a bit where the album stalls in the middle. Um, so you've got three songs, Romance, Sex, and Back to Paradise. And Romance and Sex, no, they're not good. Um, Back to Paradise is okay. <laughs> picks up the slack but it's that kind of thing where when you plan an album you usually have like a middle point and uh, to bring it back to at the gates there's that instrumental and i think that a lot of bands sometimes write with this in mind and i believe that they were trying to do something where they kind of bring down the pace in the middle of the album and then bring it back up so they can ramp up to the finale but i don't think you need three songs of the same kind of tempo and kind of forlorn nature it's just it's not really good um but again, it, it might be typical of the style. I, I don't know. Um, and there's a few other lyrics that can kind of make me go a bit, well, what are they saying? Like, Wild Touch, there's one lyric that says, doesn't matter if you're only 17. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. That's uh, 2010. Okay. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Might have fine that then. well, that one. Yeah. Well, I mean... That wasn't appropriate then. Anything just, just... than 17. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're so, a bit more liberal over in Finland. I don't know. Not that I'm not trying to defend it. Please just get that. <laughs> I think we should stop there. Um, but but that's the thing. Is like kind of it's that sleazy rock and roll kind of vibe. But just that yeah. But there's a few things like um, I, and I don't know why, but this it just it's trying to project a sleazy kind of rock and roll image, and the lyrics are kind of just not quite what I'd expect to hear. So before I said about the rubber glove bit, like, uh, okay, that's that. I don't know. Maybe that just says more about me. Um, but there's also like, there's a, in there's a lyric of Love Machine that says, "Who keeps you shaving?" I'm like, <laughs> okay, like, and this is what I mean by like, it, it's not. I don't think it's referring to you know, the lady. In fact, I think they're referring to themselves, like to keeping themselves like manscaped. <laughs> it's just kind of like, huh, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> And then there's um, she's so yeah. Um, there's a remark about <laughs> this this woman who they they're trying to describe, and they can only just go, oh, she's so yeah. She's she's something else, man. And see, they say about her wearing her fishnet socks. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> it's always something like it's, it's like almost like it's not quite right. It's like someone that's put a, a hair metal album through a computer. And the AI has tried to make something and it's come out with this. And it's like, hairnet, fishnet socks? Um, okay. You shave? Okay. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it's it's kind of quirky. I kind of like it for that reason. But it, yeah, it, it's it's just gives it this own kind of strange feel to it. Um, I'll be honest. It's not my kind of thing at all. No. And I would say that if if you were DJing or if you, you know, if, if we were in a festival and they were playing, I might sing along and enjoy a couple of tracks, but I wouldn't put it on um, out of any kind of uh, desire. And I, I tried to drive along to it for, for a bit. Cause that's when I kind of like to zone out and just yeah. kind of chill. And after a few songs, I was like, no, just you're couldn't. annoying me. Now. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Uh, you'll be relieved to hear. I would say I appreciate it. Oh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm happy with that. I'm happy yeah. with that. Not only because I don't have to buy you beer. I'll buy you beer anyway. <laughs> um, but I like that little side bet. Um, I know you struggle with, with this is not with glam rock. This is not your this is not your comfort sort of listening to and I, and I know that so the fact that you don't hate it and just that is 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 great um so i mean i this i love this sort of stuff i i i you, I'm, i don't listen to this type of music to to have in-depth emotional lyrical content i listen i listen to to this sort of stuff just because it's fun it's great it's they are bloody brilliant live um lyrically they are a bit cheesy there are some other songs um as even as the later albums where you just think really (laughs) saying that um there's a song called hands which is just all sorts of just weird um and that one of their biggest songs is on um, their second album which followed this called hot and there's just moments of that where you just go oh like there's like really saying it um i think i think some of the production you said that sort of that sort of thing where they answer themselves um you do hear it on a little bit like sort of classic glam rock sort of things and sort of like uh van halen um and and a little bit of crew and i I think maybe that they've they've tried to do something there and maybe try too much um and 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 just giving it just rather than a bit of fun and a bit of like nod to the past and what's influ- what's very much influenced them um it just becomes a little bit annoying in places um again you don't get that live you get you, you get the song um it's really weird because around this time when when they sort of came out they weren't getting a backlash from i wouldn't say a backlash from from other bands of this sort of scene in scandinavia but they were sort of seen as more pop than rock um and I think maybe producers and labels may have been going down a more pop route on the first two records, whereas album number three picks up more of a rocky sort of thing. I mean, obviously they do rock. Mm. They're born to rock. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it, but I, I think there is this sort of that element of like, yeah, let's, let's try and make this commercial, but it's not quite there to push back and bring back, you know, the, the classic rock to, to the masses. I mean, I know, I know you said you didn't like romance. I, I like romance, I, but that's because I like cheesy shit like Bon Jovi. I like, mm. I like when Def Leppard give you a stupid sing-along ballad. Um, and I know it's not for everybody, but it's for me. Um, so Beautiful Bomb is one of their biggest singles um, and one of their biggest songs that they've got, which is just, it's just a stupid song. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. It's just, it's just brilliant. Um what 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 you did say is is if you're at a festival you uh you might you might sing along. So I'm gonna I'm gonna transport you back, Craig, to Download Festival in 2010, uh, oh. where we were very very drunk that weekend. <laughs> Would you Was come? I? I can't remember. <laughs> well, they were there. They were there. They were there on this album tour. And and little old me went off to go and watch them, obviously, having a great time. If I could transport you back in time in a time machine now, would you come to watch Reckless Love with me with a pint in your hand? (laughs) Who else was playing? (laughs) It depends on who else was on. Let me have a look. Uh, I think... I think they, they they did clash with somebody quite big because there was a couple of bands that I walked away from to watch smaller bands that year. Um, mm. It may have been either Five Finger, maybe. 
I can't if remember. I did watch Five Finger, I, I feel bad for myself. <laughs> I, would have, might, I would have much preferred this. <laughs> it might have been Five Finger. It might have. It might have. Was Lamb of God there that year? I can't remember. It was. It was around so, Saturday. What? Okay, so it was Saturday, right? They were on um, the third stage. Oh god! Just, oh, they were yeah. just after the Jenna Torturers, which were who I who I caught the end of just before this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And Rock Sugar was there as well. And Rock Sugar were there as well. Another favorite of yours, right? Oh yes, I was having a. You can see why I was having a great time that weekend. It was a great. Yeah, I know because him was there. Oh, I see. I was having thirty second of Mars. <laughs> Not so much on that one. <laughs> Ah, oh, so I would have stayed on the main stage, yeah. So, uh, oh, it pains me to say, I probably would have been watching Five Finger Death Punch. God <laughs> knows why. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, my bad. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I probably would, actually. Yeah, I would have been good. I, I had a great... I, I think that, that was that was the Saturday, wasn't it? So, it was... it was They, they were on the Saturday, and then um, Michael Monroe from Hanoi Rocks um, was, was, doing, was headlining the third stage on the Saturday that night. So I was, I was all about the, the hair metal that day. I was having a great time. I went, I went and watched them, watched him. And then I went and watched um, Michael Martin Rowe. So I was all, all about Scandinavia on that Saturday and probably turned up absolutely hammered to the campsite afterwards. So there, they have a good, well, they had a guitarist uh, by the name of Mary Gore. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? I, I, I recognize the name, but okay. so- go on, hit me with this trivia. Sure. So Mary Gore was an alias of yeah. someone. It was also used in another band, uh, a death metal band, by the same person. Um, the band was called Repugnant. Oh, okay. Good album. That um, not easily accessible, but the stage name, because Mary Gore's a stage name, as I said. Actually, the actual name of that person was Tobias Ford. <gasps> no way. That's an awesome bit of trivia. Uh, trivia, yeah. <laughs> trivia, <laughs> not trivia. That's wicked. That's wicked. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so there you go. So yeah, um, old amazing. Tobias was uh, very active in a number of bands and yeah. uh, Crash Diet or Crash Diet. Crash Diet. Uh, I, I tried Crash Diet, but I've never heard it said like <laughs> out loud. So yeah, but he was in uh, Crash Diet or Crash Diet at first. So there's that's a little bit of trivia for that's you. That's awesome. I like that. I really like that. It's really interesting because I'm, I'm a really, really big fan of Crash Crash Diet. I'm a, I'm a really big fan of Reckless Love. But the album where Ollie sings for Crash Deer, it was their second album. It, it's, it's it's their worst album. It just doesn't feel right. Those two, that voice and that and that band, just I don't know. You can you can like two great things, like like you you can like Pepsi Max and you can like chips, but you don't want Pepsi Max on your chips. Um, <laughs> like that's a great analogy. It's, it's, it's the first things that came to my mind. Um, so yeah, it just and there's just it's just not a great. Like, it's a good album, but it's just it's something's missing. Um, but Crash Deer were at a time where their singer and one of their founding members had, had done the first album, had, had, had died. So they went for another singer. They went through Ollie. Um, he then went and formed Reckless Love. They got another singer who was brilliant, and then he left two albums. Yeah, that, that's a. Uh, I'm, go- I'm giving you a Scandinavian rock history lesson, and nobody <laughs> wants to listen to that. Um, so yeah, um, let's get back on track, Craig. If you had to pull up pull out a song for our playlist from from this beautiful album, what would you pull out? <laughs> pull out. Uh, if I had to whip it out. <laughs> if you had to whip one out. Um, as much as I find the lyrics really cringe, I'd say one more time. It has <laughs> has given it gives me some real Eurovision vibes. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. 
I love that song. I think it's just it's just so so good. Um, it's yeah, it's just just cheesy fun. I would I would have picked that. I would have poured that. But as you've done that one, I'll, I'll go with Wild Touch just because I've had some fun times watching that and do that live. And they are fucking. I wonder where you're gonna. How you gonna <laughs> yeah, <that>? yeah. <laughs> um, they are and they are they are very very good live. Um, <laughs> but it's it's the kind of like have a couple of beers and just yeah just have fun yeah. so yeah party on like Abs- absolutely absolutely yeah awesome stuff so we would say that what do you guys think of these albums let us know like actually come on come on let us know come on yeah don't be shy we don't bite um i i don't bite i can't speak for liam <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, again, right now <laughs> again again like the hugging thing you know i'm not not unless i've asked you first <laughs> he's a consensual biter consensual biter that's the name of my debut album vampiric <laughs> consent <laughs> oh god i just that just reminded me of a comic i saw um i don't know if i want to say it out loud actually yeah, actually fuck it i'll go for it so there's a guy uh called adam tots who, uh, uh, who does instagram uh, cartoons and, and he's on Patreon and stuff and I think he used to do stuff for BuzzFeed but <laughs> there's a picture of um, it's a vampire slayer and he's like got his crucifix out and he's chanting at Dracula going oh stop you fiend and he, Dracula's got he's a silhouette looming over a, a man and then the light flashes and it, it's Dracula holding a leash onto this man's neck and he's like no one attacks anymore it's all about consent and then the guy just goes, bite me, Vladdy. <laughs> oh, it's weird. And then the last panel is the safe word is garlic. <laughs> oh. That's yeah, all sorts funny. of wrong. That's all sorts of wrong. I mean, yeah, it takes different folks for different strokes. <laughs> it does indeed. Different strokes. <laughs> so, wow. That is another episode done of this monthly shit show. <laughs> Um, that we need to really plan, but life's busy, man. Life's busy, man. <laughs> um, so, yes, we'll move on to the next episode, which you can look forward to sometime in July. <laughs> Maybe, if you're lucky. Maybe June. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> we'll see what so, we can do. that brings us on to the recommendations. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, uh, I'll give you mine first, if you, if you, if you want. So, I, I've, I've been racking my brain between uh, four different albums and you'll be you'll be very pleased to know that none of them are glam rock um oh good <laughs> but just a <laughs> folka punk jazz yeah, it, yeah absolutely it'll be, it'll be a while before we head down the uh, the spandex route again um so all this talk of vampires and, and horror i think i think it swayed me a little bit so um at a risk of having to buy you beer because of the hate uh <laughs> thing um, I'm going to give you a modern metalcore album, which has, which metalcore hasn't been good for a while. I think we can all agree with that. It's, it's had its moments, but as a whole, it's it's a bit of a dirty word. Um, it's changed a it lot. It has changed. Um, and so I, I revisited this album recently just because there's a couple of songs on it, which I, which I really like and, and really, really, really like. I was like, oh, they're pretty cool. Um, but I revisited the album again recently. I thought it's 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 worth having a chat about. So this is quite a new album um, from a newish band, and it is very much grab your popcorn and get ready for a slasher because I'm going to give you the Silver Scream by Ice Nine Kills. 
Um, okay. And there is a deluxe version of this record, and I'm just going to see if it's worth you listening to the deluxe version uh, because there runtime is... of 55 hours. <laughs> so I, I tell you what, listen to the listen to the normal, not the not the final cut version, um, but so listen to the end of the normal album, but just for extra credit. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Have a little listen to the cover song that is on the end of the final cut version. And just let me know what you think of that uh, when we reconvene. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, um, I think I can see it. So, uh, yes. All right. Ice Nine Kills. I've got yep. it here. I shall listen to that i am kind of curious but also kind of worried <laughs> also you seem to have a running theme of like 80s inspired stuff yeah it's it's a, it's a thing it's a, um yeah. and i and, and the, the there was there, honestly there, there was a there was a real run of, of there, i had four albums in mind and this was one of them and they're all really different signing albums um and ah oh man I, I, I'm not going to tell you what they were because I'm going to save the one I very almost picked until the next episode, the next Ooh, one after that. So probably September or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like yourself, I, I've been torn between um, a few different ones. So uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, I had two in mind, but then I listened to Busted and I thought, fuck it, I want to watch the world burn. <laughs> I thought At The Gates was a perfect substitute, but I'm in a better mood now. So um, I've got three... Ooh. Now, I don't know. One of those, uh, we have listened to someone who's been involved in the stuff before. So I'm okay. wondering whether it's too soon. So I'll keep that one in the pocket, I think. So I'll give you a choice, right? Now, you've got to just go with me on this, right? Okay. You've got two imaginary locations. One <laughs> is dark and dingy dance floor. The other is grassy summer download, uh, middle of the day. Okay. What, what you're thinking? Okay. What, where would you want to be? All right, let me 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 have a think about this. Let me get in the zone. So you see, normally, I would I would head towards a dark and dingy dance floor because that's, that's kind of just where I'm used to being. Um, but summer grassy field. I have got the, there's a chance there might be some pop punk in there. And I, and, and, and Summer and pop punk uh, are good, but the look on your face means it might not be pop punk. So let's detour back to that dark, dingy dance floor. <laughs> let's go, let's, let, let, let's, let's, let's go dark. Let's go dark and dingy. Oh, okay. So. Well, cool. All right. So yeah, both of them are kind of, I don't know. They're, they're, they're strange picks. This wouldn't really be classed as metal. Um, it is very much rock. Um, some will call it dance punk. Ooh. It depends on who you ask. Oh, okay. um, so the album I'm going to recommend to you is um, You're a Woman, I'm a Machine, I think it's called. Uh, let me just check. I've got the right title for that. <laughs> please, please don't be... Uh... On any other any other websites and typing that in, please, Craig. Because yes, I'm right. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> you're a woman. I'm a machine. And the uh, artist is Death from Above, 1979. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, have you heard this band before? I've heard of this band. Um, not familiar with this record. 
So, cool. so this is their yeah. debut album, cool. and there are two people in the band. Okay, cool. So bassist and drummer. Awesome. Cool. Cool. See look how you forward. get on with that. Look forward. Look forward to that. That's that's uh, that'll be fun, and we will we will talk about that some point. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I left the lingering on then. It's, it's pausing for dramatic effect. effect. What we did. Oh god, that was weird. We said it at the same time. <laughs> Although the delay makes it. <laughs> it <would be> fine. <laughs> Bloody Skype. Which means as, as well, we were going to try and possibly look into doing something perhaps live. Um, but we'll see. We'll experiment yeah. and see what's worth doing. What it, you know? Because let's be honest, for the amount of effort that we put into this already. <laughs> is it is it like diminishing? Listeners, we you know we when, when we when we talk about podcasts, well the well the world was shut down. We're like, ah, oh, should we do a live like stream it or something? And you guys could virtually hang out. Um, or what we could do is is take take our mics and our laptops down to a pub, have a few beers, get all rowdy, and then record some shit. You know, and maybe if anyone else wants to join in and not ruin the podcast and not get us banned from the internet. Uh, that would be good. good. So, um, yeah, again, you know, those social media things tap away. If if you if you if you wanna if you wanna come and be part of something, um, yeah, yeah, and we'll also yeah, let's also like definitely listen to these albums and give us your feedback too. Please. So make it like a like a book club, like Richard and Judy. Uh, I don't know who's Richard and who's Judy. Um, I, I think I'm Judy. I think I've just had a malfunction. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's good because I was going to say I could be Judy because I have got the tits. So. <laughs> It's been a long lockdown. What can I say? <laughs> I've completed Uber Eats. <laughs> oh, you got boss level, did you? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm currently new game plusing it. <laughs> who, who did That's you have to fight? The, the, the end of Uber Eats was it that the Colonel from KFC just comes out with like some super fucking bucket? Like, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how across your gaming you are, Liam, but there is actually a game with Colonel Sanders. What? Yeah. And uh, can you guess what kind of game it is? Um, it has got to be some sort of horror game or some sort of oh, fighting game, something like Tekken, and you can select him as a fighting character. Nope. Oh, okay. Please tell me it's not like a dancing game and you get a gyrating, twerking Colonel Sanders. Uh, it's not a dancing game. It's not it's a, a like... Da- it's or... a dating game. <laughs> <laughs> Where you try and uh, woo Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I will send you the link. Please tell me at some point there is not someone rubbing the original recipe gravy into themselves going, finger looking good. <laughs> to my knowledge, I don't know. I have not played it. I just know of its existence. <laughs> it's absolutely so, yeah. terrifying. You, you get to unlock fucking Ronald McDonald halfway through when they come in for some I hope you don't get to weird... unlock fucking Ronald McDonald. <laughs> What about the fucking hamburger? Remember him? He's wrong one. Oh, yes. There's a lot wrong. <laughs> and on that bombshell, we shall leave you there. With those um, thoughts. With those thoughts of fucking Ronald McDonald while trying to woo Colonel Sanders. Um, what you can Yeah. Why not? Where else are you gonna? When you think, oh yeah, where can I listen to the sexual exploits of a fast food mascot? I know a music podcast. (laughs) Well, yeah. Uh, So goodbye. Listen to the albums. Let us know what you thought. Hit us up on social medias, and we shall see you next time. Bye bye. Au revoir.